7. Breaking news, a two-alarm fire overnight damages homes in Kalihi. Multiple people were forced to evacuate. The latest details from this developing story. And searching for suspects, manhunts are underway in two separate attempted murder cases on Oahu and Hawaii Island. One is considered armed and dangerous. Let's take a live look outside over Honolulu Harbor. Thank you for joining us here on this Aloha Saturday. Welcome to March 11th, 2023. You're waking up with Hawaii News Now Sunrise Weekends. Aloha Kako, good to have you with us. It's going to be a good morning, I think. Good weekend. Well, you know, since we've been on the air, this is actually the first weekend where we have normal weather. Or, yeah, I know. Oh, I, you're uh, going to botch it now. Yeah, 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 right? <laughs> okay, here we go. Let's get you into your weather headlines. Here's your first alert weather for you, and it's going to be nice. A quiet weekend is in store for you, drier than normal. Uh, with light winds and we'll have uh, Kona winds coming up Sunday into next week. So just know that Saturday and Sundays are going to look good. But once we get into Monday, Tuesday, things will start to change. Uh, first alert, we have a midweek. We have a front that's going to come through the islands, increasing Kona winds and showers and also declining surf right now. Uh, the warnings and advisories are no longer up for the north and west facing shorelines. We'll jump into the numbers and the surf coming up in just a couple of moments. We do have slow traffic this morning. If you have to get up, you have to get into town. Take a look at this. This is what it looks like in the normal mornings uh, of the commute Monday through Friday. The reason why we have this, it's not an accident or a stall. They still have some of the construction that's going on where they're doing work on the lanes. They've got three lanes that are shut down right now. So right now, if you wanted to use your alternate route, jump down in Kamehameha Highway. I know you have to go through the lights, but it may be better than sitting up here. It is moving, but you're seeing right now stop and go traffic. It's only for a little while. Once you get to the Pearl City off ramp, it opens up wide and you're again going freeway speed. Top stories of the morning now with Annalisa Burgos. Thanks, Billy. Now to that breaking news we told you about a pair of homes were damaged in a two alarm fire in Kalihi. Firefighters were dispatched at about 2.30 this morning to the scene near Kanoilani Road and Hugh Street. We're told the flames inside the first home were so intense they spread to a neighboring residence. It took crews over an hour to extinguish both fires. The occupants were able to make it out of the home safely and there are no reports of any injuries. But five adults and three children are now displaced and are receiving assistance from the Red Cross. The cause of the fire is still under investigation. The manhunt continues for an attempted murder suspect on Hawaii Island. 44-year-old Ronald Kahihikolo should be considered armed and dangerous. Police say he is with a group of people in two stolen vehicles in Kailua, Kona yesterday. Officers approached one of the vehicles near the intersection of Kamakaha Avenue and Palani Road when the driver allegedly ignored their commands and began reaching for something. Police then shot and killed him. Here's audio from the police radio dispatch. Central 1232. The police say after the shooting, the driver drove across Palani Road before crashing down an embankment. He died at the scene. Police are withholding his identity at this time. A passenger in the car, 26-year-old Jacqueline Keana Aina, was treated for injuries, then arrested on an outstanding warrant. Now police say Kahihi Kolo was in the other stolen vehicle 
and he led officers on a chase through Waimea to Kalopa. Eventually, police found the stolen white Dodge. He was in empty on Highway 11. Kahikolo has been on the run since allegedly shooting a woman on Tuesday in Ocean View. He shot uh, his domestic partner in the head at point blank range, point blank range, excuse me, uh, with a modified shotgun on Tuesday morning. This is a this is an armed and extremely dangerous person who does not want to be captured, um, and he poses a, a humongous ha uh, hazard to the community. We're told the FBI is now part of the search effort for Kahihikolo. He was last seen wearing a plaid shirt and jeans, and he has a tattoo that says greed on his face. If you see him, call 911. Here in Oahu, the search continues for a suspect who allegedly shot at a man in Kaneohe. It happened at around 7.45 Thursday night at a gas station on Kaneohe Bay Drive. We're told the shooting came after a fight between the 46-year-old victim and the suspect. The victim was not hurt in the shooting. No details were released about the suspect. An attempted murder investigation is underway. Eva Beach attempted murder suspect Minard Milan made his first court appearance. Police say Milan barged into his neighbor's apartment with a gun Tuesday night and then shot three of the men inside, leaving them seriously injured. One of the victims told us he had asked Milan to stop lighting fireworks. Milan's due back in court on Tuesday. His bail was set at $1 million. Friends and loved ones gathered at the Diamond Head Mortuary to remember Sarah Yara. She's the 16-year-old McKinley High student who was killed by a hit-and-run driver while she walked to school. Yara's twin sister says she's still dealing with the pain of witnessing the crash. We need to bring a law into order of people that violates traffic violations, 160 of them, or driving without a license, to have some sort of penalty for that and not let my daughter die in vain. Hey, sorry about that. That wasn't the right um, soundbite, but uh, moving on, Mitchell Miyashiro, the suspect in the hit and run, turned himself in the day after the crash. He was booked on suspicion of negligent homicide, but has been released pending investigation. Records show, uh, records show in the last five years, Miyashiro was stopped 12 times driving without a license. Well, the city actually uh, has installed a video camera at the intersection where Yara was hit, and the state is working to install a raised crosswalk. Well, the Hawaii Convention Center has a leak problem, which is threatening the facility's structural integrity. Cracks have emerged on the center's rooftop terrace and other concrete structures. Center officials tell us that the multiple rooms had to be taken out of service during recent heavy rains when they got too saturated for use. Last year, $15 million was allocated by the state for repairs, which was less than a quarter of what center officials had asked for. Coming up in the next half hour of Sunrise, our Rick Daysog will go deeper into how the issue is being addressed and why lawmakers are seeking creative solutions. Well, California is once again getting pounded by a major storm as an atmospheric river has brought more rain and snow to the already saturated state. At least two deaths are being blamed on the current conditions. Danya Bacchus has more. Rushing waters washed away this road in SoCal, California, the only way in or out of one neighborhood of about 200 homes. It's unimaginable. I just could not believe if you told me this was going to occur, never. 
crews work to clear the debris and look for ways to help residents cross the trench. You know, I'm prepared. I have plenty of food. As long as the power doesn't go out, I'm good. Thousands around the state are under evacuation orders. This river in Kern County coming right up to houses and submerging this park. If you're told to evacuate, please do so as, uh, as soon as possible. Never drive through barricades or road closures. The storm is a so-called atmospheric river and is expected to last into next week. Please help your neighbors clearing some uh, debris around the house, maybe snow around the house. East of Sacramento, the rain is adding to the heavy snow and destroying some buildings like Marlene Ruth Stahl Museum. This is just stuff. It's stuff. It's not my life, but it would have killed me. California has been in a drought for several years, but the deluge has put dam levels well above what's needed. Officials are now releasing water to prevent more flooding. Donya Backus, CBS News. Yeah, that was a part of all that storm activity that we had in the past week or so. In the past couple of weeks, they're getting it right now. Let's go ahead and take a look at the surf numbers. We promised you that we'd look at that as you're waking up this morning and wondering, what is the ocean going to be like? 10 to 14 feet in the North Shore, and that's on the way down. It'll get to about 8 to 12 by this afternoon. 7 to 10, 6 to 8 by this afternoon. Everything else is smaller than that, although we could get some bumps in here and some energy in the next couple of days. Here's what you can expect hour by hour. This morning, 67 degrees, uh, northwesterly winds three miles per hour as you're waking up this morning. And then as we go throughout the morning, you can see that the winds pretty much stay calm. We're in the single digits. Uh, we have lots of sunshine, so it's going to be uh, maybe some cloudy periods here and there, more in the interior sections as we get towards the afternoon. But for the midday right now, you're looking at a lot of sunshine and some comfortable temperatures. Let's get you back over to the desk and Annalisa Burgos. Thanks, Billy. Time now, 7, 10 a.m. Up next on Sunrise, today marks a grim anniversary. Three years since the COVID-19 global pandemic began, nearly 7 million people are dead and the virus is still spreading. We talked to a medical expert about where we are now. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. Well, I can see a, a screen with a desk. Hello, <laughs> DeWolf. Can you hear I, me? I've been, oh, no, I've been listening to everybody, uh, the whole news. It's just that it's a, um, somebody with a mouse and I see a hand and that's it. Um, I guess that's what uh, I, is that? Hawaii News Now Sunrise. Well, the time now, 7.13 a.m. Today marks three years since the COVID-19 outbreak was declared a pandemic by the World Health Organization. Now, while the debate over the virus's origins continues, experts are still learning about its long-term health effects. We're joined now by UH epidemiologist DeWolf Miller. He's one of the experts who worked on the state's emergency response. Now, three years later, DeWolf, good to see you. Everything seems back to normal, but where are we now in this pandemic? Is it over? Uh, not quite. And we're still seeing cases, and uh, there's still people in being admitted to hospital with COVID. It's obviously much less. So hopefully, uh, this will not increase. It'll 
continue to decline. Well, what are some of the lessons that we've learned? What measures have actually been put in place as a result of this public health crisis? Vaccines. <laughs> so we've learned to make really good vaccines. Uh, I've spent a good deal of time in my career actually making vaccines myself, and I'm an infectious disease epidemiologist. So to see these these RNA vaccines to come out and the time that they were had to come out, they saved a lot of lives. And I hope that in the future that this will become more like influenza. So in the fall, we will get our flu shots and we'll get our new uh, updated coronavirus shots, perhaps even in the same injection. The key here is to get them. Uh, it's one thing for a person to get their shot and be immunized, which is a good thing, but to have the community to participate this, the larger the community that participates, the better off we're going to be as going forward. Well, many do continue to reject those vaccines, DeWolf. Uh, I looked at the numbers recently, 79% fully vaccinated here in Hawaii. Only 20% actually got that Omicron booster. What more can we do to really protect ourselves or encourage people to get vaccinated? Uh, maybe having programs like this to continue to remind people how important it is that this is a collective effort. It really works, these vaccines really works a lot better if you have the major part of our population immunized. Uh, one person is uh, protects themselves, protects the people around them, but collectively you get a dramatic increase in community protection, which helps us all continue to have pretty much uh, a normal life like we are seeing, we're seeing now, excuse me. Oh, okay. and, and so the, I'm sorry, the, it's just so crucial that we continue to uh, encourage people to get their flu shots, to get other immunizations that they might need, and the new upgraded uh, 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 coronaviruses as they come out over time, as they most likely will. Okay, well, we ran out of time, but I just wanted to, again, uh, ask you and people out there about uh, being aware of the variants that are still out there and looking out for the next threat. Any just, like, last-minute advice uh, before we go to break? Well, you can it's also, uh, in, in addition to being vaccinated, when you're in crowded spaces, uh, wear a mask. Certainly, we have in Honolulu a lot of elevators and uh, other places that, you might be in uh, with with big crowds, and so wearing a mask is also helpful. Okay, good tips there. Thank you so much uh, for joining us this morning, DeWolf Miller. There, my pleasure. Epidemiology. Thank you. Time now, 7:17 a.m. The second largest bank failure in American history has a Hawaii connection. More on the fall of Silicon Valley Bank.